Welcome to Worship Culture with your host, Shoa, a podcast where we unravel God's intent for worship beyond a Sunday service. Lean in as we discover our identity as worshipers and shakers of culture. Hey guys, how are you guys doing? I want to start calling you guys worshipers. You know, hey worshipers, how are you doing? Um, it's good to be back, you know, episode five. The last time you heard my voice, you were probably heading out somewhere going, you know, to eat or going to work or going to school or some sort of like outdoor activity. And now we're all at home. <laughs> Because of this virus, um, we're either self-isolating or in quarantine, you know, or something something that has to do with being stuck inside. You know, I'm an introvert. I love staying indoors. But it's very different to be, you know, indoors because you want to be indoors. I hope you guys are really um, self-isolating and staying at home. Is it self-isolating? I heard there's like three different um, definitions. There's self-isolating. There's quarantine and social distancing so those mean three different things apparently but whatever it is I hope you're washing your hands I hope you're um, staying safe and you know having having a positive outlook on all of this I know it's pretty difficult um, to manage all of this but yeah stay positive guys for all the frequent listeners of worship culture podcast you already know what's next can we say together press play Press play is three songs or more um, that um, I'm listening to in the season three worship songs specifically because, you know, it is a worship podcast. We have to listen to worship songs, you know. Um, but, yeah, three songs that I'm listening to in this in the season um, and specifically this edition, I guess, of press play is tailored to um, what we're feeling right now. Probably a lot of people are feeling like anxiety or worry because it's so uncertain. We don't know how long this quarantine is going to go on for. We don't know what's happening, really. We're just staying home because the government says we have to. So these songs are tailored to help you um, deal with worry and uncertainty and anxiety. So um, yeah, three songs or more that we're going to get into right about now the song i'm going to be sharing with you guys is a song called peace by hillsong young and free hillsong where do i start with these guys these guys are the most talented songwriters ever i'm so so inspired by their lyricism like i don't know where these lyrics come from as a songwriter i aspire to write um lyrics that match melodies in such a perfect way i don't know what they do i remember going to hillsong um australia in 2018 and being a part of their conference and just seeing how they put songs together and just being so inspired i also got to hear this song live which was absolutely absolutely incredible um the lyrics of this song i think is very very appropriate for this season a line that i'm really drawn to in the song is simply calling god my jehovah shalom jehovah shalom means um 
the lord is peace and i think that's so powerful because in this season where everyone is like uncertain and everyone is like worrying about what's gonna happen next you know i think it's so important to look to god as not only the source of peace or the giver of peace but peace himself and so yeah that line is so significant to me um another line that i really really love is what anxiety fails to remember is peace is a promise you keep so it's a reminder that peace is not only god but it's also a promise that he's given to his children so go check it out this song is amazing um hillsong as a whole you can't go wrong with a hillsong song in this season so yeah peace by hillsong young and free The second song that I'm really loving right now is a song called So We Lift You High by House Fires featuring Dante Bow. This song has been my anthem for the past couple of days. Um, it's also really good for this, this season. I think what we don't realize about seasons like this is the more we pay more attention to God, the less we pay attention to our anxiety and fears. Um, the more you focus on God, the less you focus on your problems. That's just how it works. And so this song is literally turning our attention to God and saying, we lift you high. Um, the chorus of the song goes, so we lift you high, forever lift you high high within our hearts high within our minds and that's the part that i got so stuck on it's one thing to lift god high in your heart but it's also another to lift god high in your mind because a lot of things happen in your mind and your mind is where the devil tells you lies it's where the devil tries to confuse you is where anxiety grows is, is where fear like festers and so when you lift god high in your mind every noise every anxiety every fear every chaos that's happening in your mind has to be silent i don't know that line is just so beautiful i think it's amazing songwriting um i don't know the, the songwriter in me is giddy that line really really got to me but yeah check it out great song And finally, I'm going to be sharing not one, not two, but an entire album with you guys. My favorite worshiper in the entire world decided to pull a Beyonce on us <laughs> and drop an entire project. Like, who does that? I'm here for it. Um, but it was amazing. It is amazing. It's called Forever Amen. And honestly, Stephanie Gretzinger who was formerly part of Bethel, who now is on her own, released an entire project with intimate, intimate songs. Honestly, one of the most intimate projects I've heard in a really, really long time. I was going to suggest one song to you guys, but honestly, take it all in. I think this quarantine is perfect for taking in albums. Do you know how many albums I've digested in this season? A lot. Um, and this is one of them. I have so many favorite songs on here. I think my number one right now is Center of All History, guys. Oof. The arrangement, the song, the intimacy, the lyrics the modulation in the middle of nowhere guys mm -mm, this entire project is a 10 out of 10 um also christ the lord is with me is really good the olive grove is really good no one ever cared for me like jesus is so personal so so personal um but yeah this entire project as a whole is amazing it's phenomenal shout out to steph i call her steph because you know we're dogs in my head so <laughs> take it in it's a really really good project yeah
I'm going to start sharing um, worship songs daily. I already started it, but I took a break from it because I'm like, I don't know if this is something people really want. So let me know if you really want this. I will continue to do it. It's on the Worship Culture um, Instagram page. So it's Worship CLTR on IG. Follow it and we're going to have songs every day to get you through this quarantine. Um, I really want to appreciate Pastor Angelina for coming on the last episode to bless us with her testimony. It was a remarkable story, a remarkable journey that she had to go through. And honestly, it changed a lot of perspectives around, you know, worship and worshiping through pain. I think a lot of people think we're signing up for this like happy-go-lucky, um, no stress life um but the reality is we do go through trials and tribulations and so her story really um changed a lot of people um helped people to understand that you could still give god glory in dark seasons so if you haven't checked that out already please 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 stop this podcast right now stop this episode and go back and listen to it i really really do believe it's one of the episodes that could really change your life it did for me and a lot of people um so yeah go back and check it out and shout out to Pat you are the goat this episode is called worship from home um thanks be to god i am employed i have a job a nine to five um and i think a couple years ago the acronym wfh probably wasn't a thing i know from my organization you kind of have to um have a valid reason why you need to work from home it's not just like you know i want to work from home today why why do you need to work from home but now that this is happening and i guess i guess in a sense it makes sense um to just not allow everyone to work from home because you know you'd never know you might be taking naps and it's definitely more chill than being in a work environment and i i assume that's kind of why working from home isn't always um in a sense promoted or allowed but now that this whole thing is happening um this whole um corona thing um i heard someone call it miss rona honestly i can't with twitter the amount of humor i get from twitter is just (laughs) ridiculous but corona took over the world and now we're here and everyone is literally forced to be at home and for a lot of people they have to work from home i guess now that you know um church buildings are closed and we're not gathering together um in church anymore i guess the question we need to ask ourselves is can you worship god from home you know that's something i was meditating on like am i worshiping from home um and if you listen to episode one um it's not just on sundays i kind of touch on the foundation of worship and how much yes sunday matters but it actually goes far beyond sunday it's almost like we were preparing for this time um where sunday isn't is basically like any other day really um and so that's kind of what i wanted to talk about like how can we worship from home so i have five tips for you guys and i really really hope it's helpful the first thing you need to do in this season is magnify the lord i know that sounds like a bishop like yeah come on church magnify the lord with me or something i don't know but magnify the lord and i say this because you know this virus has um, consumed a lot of people 
when you turn to um, CNN, that's all they're talking about. When you're on Twitter, that's all they're talking about. On Instagram, that's all they're talking about. Even when you leave your house, you see people in their masks. You see people um, paranoid, six feet, and it's it's a lot. And I'm a germaphobe, so I completely understand um, people's um, worry. I clean. I take the precautions. I'm very, very serious when it comes to making sure that I'm not like touching my face. So I completely understand it. But what I realized is that we have become so aware of the virus and so um, cautious of this virus that we have started magnifying the virus. The word magnify means to make bigger, to make larger. And um, I think of a magnifying glass, for example. So you grab, I don't know, whatever object and put it under that, that glass and it, the object looks bigger. The cool thing about a magnifying glass is that it doesn't actually change the size of the object, but it enlarges your view of the object. So when you magnify God, you're not making him bigger you're just enlarging your view of him. You see him bigger. Your view of God may have shrunk in comparison to your view of the virus. And that's where anxiety kicks in when you start to um, shrink God and magnify other things. And so in this season, it's very important that we magnify God. In your day-to-day -day activities, constantly remind yourself to speak about how big he is, how powerful God is, how mighty he is. You know, God, you are a protector. God, you are our shield. You know, these little things that um, might not seem significant actually help you to magnify God and shrink your fears and shrink your anxieties. The second thing I really think is important is discovery. Discover God. I think sometimes we think God is super one-dimensional. Um, you know, he's a good God, and that's all the revelation we have of him. Um, but there's actually so many layers to go. You know, you already know God. Yes, that's great. You've already seen him. You already know his goodness. You already know his might. There's actually way more to discover. And so don't get comfortable at the level you're at. You know, you've discovered God, you know God already, but there's so much more. I say this because the purpose of discovery is revelation. So the more you discover, the deeper your revelation of God is. So you discover him, he reveals himself to you, you know him better, you worship him better. So if you're wondering, like, you know, Shell is going on and on about discovery and how exactly do I discover God, you know, in his different forms. Um, my number one tip is read the Bible. And if you're a worshiper out there, your number one weapon in worship is the word of God, because that's what tells you who God is. Each time you pick up a Bible, each time you flip through those pages of the Bible, you are in discovery of who God is. And the reward of reading through those pages is a revelation. And the moment you have revelation, that's the secret to growing as a worshiper. The third point I'd like to share with you guys is pray with praise or pray and praise. Um, you know, I think there's a revival going around right now. A lot of people, a lot of churches are coming together. Um, I know Campus Rush and TLC are coming together. My church, shameless plug, if you don't have a church, tune in. We're live Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. Campus Rush, TLC, Sundays, 10.30 a.m. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Um, 
And we have daily um, prayers. So CR has daily prayers going on. So at 8 p.m. every day on IG Live, we pray. And I think a revival is breaking out. And I think we're all being called to a place of prayer. And I think that's really, really beautiful. I really do. Um, I'm praying more than I've ever prayed before. So I'm really, really happy about that. But what I learned is... God wants us to combine prayer and praise. My pastor spoke about this a couple Thursdays ago. Um, being able to combine those two is actually what's going to get you through this season. Um, a person in the Bible that really, really mastered this was David. I believe it's Psalm 31 where he like goes into detail. I mean, just all of Psalms, really. Like He constantly went through a lot of torment. You know, he... Um, went through depression, you know, Saul was chasing him and all of that. Um, so he constantly went to God in prayer. But what I really love about David is he found a way to sandwich <laughs> prayer and praise. So he would say things like, oh, I'm under a lot of um, torment or I'm afflicted or I'm distressed. And in that same breath, he would say, but God, you are my rock. You are my fortress. You are my refuge. He would say things like, I rejoice in your love. You know, he would say things like, I believe it's Psalms um, 31 verse 21. He says, praise be to the Lord for he showed his wonderful love to me. I don't know. David just had a way of, of mixing prayer and praise he was under a lot of stress but he would still acknowledge god as his solution as his god as his rock he still had praise on the inside of him and i truly believe that that's going to get you through this season add praise to your prayer so when you pray add another form of prayer or the highest form of prayer which is worship that's a recipe for victory I guess the practical things you can do um, to pray and praise is I really love music when I'm praying. I like praying with instrumentals. Um, I love praying with worship songs. I love singing before praying. Maybe not like singing full out because I typically pray, pray at night, like pray, pray at night. So I don't want to be, you know, disruptive, but um, I typically play some songs. I, I think that's something you can do, you know, play songs in the background, worship God. Um, you don't have to sing to worship. So you could adore him, exalt his name and intercede at the same time. I think those two together are, are undefeated. The fourth thing I want to share with you guys is honor him. You know, worship is all about honor. Um, we honor him through our words. We honor him um, through our song. Um, and I think there are so many ways we can honor God without leaving the house. You know, there's so many, many ways. And one of them is through obedience. He's commanded us to do a lot of things like love your neighbor. And so by loving your neighbor, you've honored God and you've worshiped God. So, so loving your neighbor is actually a form of worship. <laughs> Just incredible how we can worship God without even knowing it. That includes a lot of things. So that's um, checking up on people in this season of quarantine, um, calling people, um, seeing how people are doing, FaceTime people that you know really, really need community. You can honor God through giving. Um, I don't think this is the season to stop giving to God, to his church or to his people. You know, if you've been tithing, please don't stop tithing now. Continue to tithe. Continue to give your offering to church, you know, to your local church. 
um, give to others in need. You know, if someone needs tissue, I know tissue is, <laughs> I can't believe this is a thing, but you know, tissue is a, a rare commodity right now. Um, or sanitizers, if you have that in your house, give it to people that need it. Um, if it's finances, whatever it is that you can do to give to people um, and to give to God, do it. Because as you do that, you honor God and honor is a form of worship. And while we talk about honor, I think something we don't really speak about is honoring God through our skills and our creativity. I don't think this is the season to, you know, um, toss your gifts aside or or forget about your creativity. I think actually this is probably the most appropriate time to to honor God with your creativity. It's the best time, honestly, to um, express yourself creatively. Um, if that's songwriting, please pick up a pen and paper and write lyrics that honor God. You know, if you make posters, don't stop making posters. If you um, write poems, write poems to honor God. So spending time in your craft is actually worship. I know, yes, spending time writing songs and spending time on that guitar or on that keyboard, um, spending time using your gift as a writer, whatever it is that you do creatively, whatever it is that your gifting is, you know, when the master gave three servants, I believe it's in Matthew 25, um, he gave three servants um, talents and you know about the last one who had one talent and buried it. You don't ever want to bury a gift in this season. I know it's a time where we're a little confused and we don't know how much to do. And we have all the time in the world. And it's almost like the more time, the less um, dedicated we are to um, creating. But in this season, see your time creating as a form of worship to God. Because honestly, he values your gift. The same way the master was pleased with his servants that actually did something with the gift. He's looking to you in this season to keep creating. Because that's a form of worship. And lastly, this might seem so simplistic, but it's actually very, very important. Sing to God. Just sing. You know, you don't have to be a talented singer to sing worship songs to God. You can sing in whatever key, whatever note, doesn't matter. You know, um, we always talk about worship being more than songs and more than music, and that's very, very, very valid. But at the same time, God is also looking to us to sing out songs to him. You know, Psalm 96 talks about sing to the Lord a new song, sing to the Lord all the earth. You know, this isn't the time to stop singing, you know, sing in your shower, sing, just keep singing, sing songs to him. If you're a songwriter and you're a singer, sing. If you're not a songwriter, if you're not a singer, sing, you know, um, if your church happens to live stream, a practical thing you can do is sing along with them, discover new songs, you know, listen to albums, learn lyrics, you know, just keep singing. Okay, so we're going to answer listeners' questions. The first question here is, again, if you have questions, please go to Worship Culture, DM us, um, Worship CLTR on IG. Um, no question is off limits. Just ask worship questions and myself or my guests will be happy, really happy to answer them. So we have one question here. It says, hi, hi to you too. What does it mean to worship in spirit and truth? 
I'm going to answer this question in two parts. Um, I'm going to start with, I guess, the spirit aspect of this um, question. In spirit, I think of Matthew 26, where Jesus was talking to his disciples. I think he had asked them to pray with him for an hour. And he came back and these guys were knocked out sleeping. And he came back and said, you know, could you guys not even, again, paraphrasing, you know, the shower lingo. You guys can even wait an hour with me. And even in that same breath, he said to them, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And that to me captures everything spiritual. Um, worship is one of them. Prayer is one of them. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is so weak. So sometimes we want to worship. Our spirit is yearning for God. Our spirit wants to worship God, but our flesh gets in the way. And sometimes it doesn't always manifest as, you know, sleep, you know, sometimes it manifests as pride, especially worship leaders. We always have to fight off pride. We always have to fight off um, the need for acceptance the need to be um, seen, the attention um, that comes with holding a mic and leading people to worship God. Our flesh gets in the way. We talked about it last week. Emotions get in the way. Our flesh is just so fickle and it really doesn't have the strength to truly, truly worship God. And so that's what Jesus was saying in that scripture. He's waiting for that moment where we lean into our spirit or we lean even into the spirit of God that can help us to truly, truly touch the heart of the Father. So think of it like this. The Holy Spirit understands how we need to worship God. And so what we as humans need to do is align our spirits with the Holy Spirit and allow him to lead us to worship God the right way. Okay, so when I think of truth... Um, I think of a lie detector. A lie detector is designed to discover lies or truth based on um, the difference in your heart rate. So your mouth could be saying something, but your heart will snitch on you. So when you want to worship God, worship from your heart. It's the most honest part of you. And so when God says, um, worship me in spirit and in truth, he's really saying, worship me with the Holy Spirit and worship me with your heart because your heart speaks truth. Um, and so when you worship God, there are two things you need. Um, at least in, in reference to the scripture, you need the Holy Spirit to help you to teach you to worship. And you also need your heart to be completely involved, 100% of your heart. Don't worship God without your heart because your heart speaks truth. Thank you guys so, so much for tuning in to episode five. It's really fun having you guys. I hope you guys feel good this week. I hope this week is productive. I hope you guys create cool stuff. You know, if you guys want to tag us on Worship Culture and let us know what you're doing this week, we will be happy to repost it. We want to see what you're doing, how you're worshiping from home. You know, if you want to tag us in like little clips, I'm happy to see them and repost them. Um, love you guys so much. I'm going to have an episode out for you guys in two weeks. It's featuring a guest and we're going to talk about creativity, how to worship God through our creativity, which I think is very important. So stay tuned for that. I really, 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 really love you guys and appreciate you guys. And I can't wait to catch up with you in two weeks. Bye for now.